The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. and personal with some of your favorite female porn stars on In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, In Bed showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2015. Listeners, please welcome our special guest, 2015 AVN Award nominee for Best New Starlet, Scarlet Red. Welcome to the show, Scarlet. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. I'm definitely excited to have you on. You're certainly doing the damn thing in the industry. You keep on pumping out these incredible scenes. So I'm Uh glad to get the chance to sort of chat with you about your experience thus far in the industry. Yeah, I'd love to. Awesome. So we're going to start off the interview by stepping into the boudoir, and we're going to get some of your physical stats. How old are you? Okay. I'm 22. What's your height? I am 5'9". I'm very tall. (laughs) What's your weight? I weigh 127 pounds. What are your measurements? Um, my bra size is a 34C. Um, I'm about like a 30 waistline or 30 hip line and then um, about 27 waist. I'm pretty small. I wear about a size 4 dress. What's your ethnicity? I am Caucasian and my last name is Welsh. <laughs> awesome. And what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Leo. I'm a lion horror. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's get to know the woman behind the performer. Where are you originally from, Scarlet Red? I am from Colorado. I'm from a little small town outside of Aspen, Colorado. Oh, that's that awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. I'm sure you had a lot of great times growing up. Yeah, I did. I had a great time growing up. I grew up as a skier. <laughs> That's interesting. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your childhood and your adolescent years. What was life like growing up for Scarlet Red? Um, it was great. I was actually kind of like the innocent goody-goody girl. Um, I, I had good grades. Uh, my life going to after-school programs. I was involved in student council, and I played a lot of sports. I played volleyball and soccer, and I was very active in the community. I was very into art, so I loved doing art, and I was, I grew up in a hippie town, so we'd go to mountain fairs, and um, uh, there'd be like hula hooping and belly dancing and sponges contests and stuff, and just very artsy and a hippie feel. <laughs> That's what's up. And so, can you share with the listeners what was going on with your life prior to entering the adult industry? 
Um, before I got into the adult industry, I was in college. Um, I went to uh, Colorado State University, and I um, I was also a CNA. I was a certified nurse assistant, and I um, was just kind of going into school. And when I got into the industry, um, basically it was my 21st birthday, and we were in Vegas. And we were celebrating, and we went so crazy. And then all of a sudden, my friend and I were just like, you know what? We're going to go to California and do porn. So just out of the spur of the moment, we went to California and did porn and stayed there. And I was just kind of like a girl that lived in the moment. And, you know, just your typical party college girl. If you don't mind me asking, what were you studying? I was studying fashion design and fashion and journalism and all of that. That's interesting. Is fashion still something that you're interested in? It is. I'm actually wanting to go back to school, um, you know, eventually or whenever the time comes. And I wanted to get into the interior design side of things. So I definitely, I'm very artsy all around. So anything artsy kind of intrigues me. Um, fashion design ended up not being for me because uh, sewing is more of like a natural born talent. and. Mm-hmm. I've discovered, and I, I don't have that natural-born talent. I definitely had to work a lot harder than everyone else. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Very cool. So, in total, how long have you been in the adult industry? Um, It's been about two years. Okay, cool. And I know that you sort of mentioned uh, briefly sort of this trek from Vegas to... Uh, LA basically to join the adult industry yeah. but uh, can you fill the listeners in a little bit more in detail like exactly how you got into the business yes well um, it was a little bit even before that um, my friend uh, one of my best friends in college uh, we went to Vegas together so this is how it evolved even more but um, she told me that she did a photo shoot and I was doing mainstream modeling as well um, like kind of part time in college and I was working with local companies And I told her to tell them about me because I was like, hey, California modeling, that sounds awesome. I can, you know, go further into that. And and I kept pestering her and she finally admitted to me she did porn. (laughs) And I was like, what? She did porn? Oh my God, that's so cool. Because I thought nothing nothing bad about it or um, I was just kind of like, that's awesome. I want to try that too. Because I never thought about it before. So it was really exciting. Not bad. So, what was the first time on set for you like? What was that experience like for you? Was it exciting? Was it a little scary? Oh what was going on in your mind? Um, it was kind of like a roller coaster. You know, you're you're scared, but you're excited. And um, I was actually my first scene was with my best friend, so that's probably what made it a lot easier on me. Um. But, yeah, it was, an, it was an awesome scene. Um, we did it with a company called Bubblegum, and they do it kind of like, it's kind of like STV, like first-time video girls, but um, mm-hmm. but a different company. They just do first-time girls, and they, you know, fly out and do kind of like public nudity and all fun stuff that, you know, we're probably not supposed to do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was just a great girl-girl scene for my first scene, and it was phenomenal. And she's awesome. And it was our first time hooking up, actually. So it was, like, nerve-wracking, but kind of fun at the same time. I would assume so. We're like, <laughs> yeah, because we're, like, we're best friends. What if we actually like each other after this or something like that? And 
it was um it was just really fun. It was a great experience. Awesome, that's good to hear. What about your first boy girl scene? What was that experience like? Um, it was actually with the same company and that was my second scene and it was with the same talent she did when she when she did her first scene. So it was it was just easy going. I I trusted my best friend and it was it was really um I guess the best thing to describe about porn is that it um, lets you experiment so many different things sexually mm-hmm. and lets you kind of like push your limits. Um, but you know, but you're in your comfort zone as well. And I, I love like girls and male talent to just know don't don't push your sexual limits unless you're comfortable with it. And you definitely want to stick with your comfortability. Or else, you know, you probably won't like the adult industry. Yeah, absolutely. Good words of advice. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about your porn name. Because I always say, you know, you got to pick the right name in the industry. You got to pick something catchy, something that the fans can associate with you. And I really like your name. I think it's unique. And I love how it's basically Red Red, uh, in a sense. Yeah. So how did you come up with the name Scarlet Red? Uh, that's funny that you mentioned the red red. Um, the first thing I came up with was red, and that was because, and that was because I um, I turned my cheeks and my chest turned bright red when I orgasm, and um, I called, and then I was like, okay, well I should definitely go with something red. And then I was thinking of like you know different things that come from red, and then scarlet passed in my mind because you know the the clue game and she's so sexy and she's like a sex symbol and so i just that's how i got scarlet red i just turned bright red when i orgasm so <laughs> i like it yeah it's kind of fun because <laughs> people are like you don't have red hair and i'm like well there's other reasons <laughs> exactly <laughs> Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, what's your most favorite thing to do? Oral, vag, or anal? Um, I actually I don't prefer to do anal. Anal is something I haven't done before and I'm not comfortable doing. Um, it's just not for me. But um, uh, what I really do like doing is oral because, um, like, on me and on somebody else because it's, teasing it's all about foreplay and foreplay gets me so worked up that i'll orgasm so quickly after (laughs) in a scene what's your favorite sexual position and does it differ from your fave position off camera it does because i normally like missionary and missionary can look hot in you know porn but um i Doggy is my favorite in porn because I like to say that I have a big butt and I know a lot of viewers would like that. <laughs> so I have a pretty delicious big booty and I think they'd like to see the butt and my face. So I'd have to say Doggy. Very nice. And of course, we all know how a scene ends with the pop shot. Where do you prefer the pop shot to land? Um, Probably on my tits. Um, I'm not a facials <laughs> but um it's funny i did a scene with a good friend of mine actually the girl who got me in the industry and she um she had a facial and they came on her eye and i wiped oh, it wow. off of her eye put it in my mouth and i was like oh better now <laughs> so, i was a little kinky moment but i like i don't know i like playing with the cum but um 
I more so like it on my tips because I can rub it in, play with my nipples because I'm all about the nipple, <laughs> especially with my girl girl face. <laughs> Not bad. How would you describe your fuck style? Um, I would have to say really romantic and spontaneous. I, I like kind of like giggling and having fun with it too. I also like being very passionate. And my fans have actually came back with me saying that my scenes are very intensely passionate. And that's kind of like a really cool comment. And I always like that. So I'll repeat what they said. Intensely passionate. <laughs> I want to talk a bit about some of your more recent projects and some of the things that you've been involved in recently. I gotta give you props because you were Hustler's 40th anniversary cover girl. Yeah. Which is awesome. What was. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. What was your reaction upon hearing the news that you were gonna be like, you know, an anniversary cover girl? Um, I was so excited. Um,. I, I had no idea that they wanted me. I was actually on a mainstream movie set. It was called All American Bikini Car Wash. It's kind of like a B movie. Um, and they gave me a call, said, we want you to be Hustler's 40th anniversary cover. We got to take your pictures, like, you know, within a couple days. And I'm like, well, I'm in Vegas shooting a movie. And they flew out to me to take the photos. And it was just so awesome. And I, I felt so honored and rewarded and... Like, just so many emotions at once, and it launched my career in such an amazing way because people got to see me smiling on the cover and be celebratory and just create, like, a really good vibe of the industry, and that's what I wanted, and it was really awesome at the anniversary party, meeting Larry and Liz and hanging out with them and asking them questions, and just, I don't know, Hustler's been a great family to me. Very cool. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Very nice. I want to talk a bit about a couple of the productions that you've done for Wicked Pictures, in particular, the ones that were directed by Stormy Daniels. Uh, the one that oh, was yeah. the one that was released recently-ish, I would say, within the past you know couple months or so, is Getting Cozy, in which you had a really great scene with uh, Ryan McLean at the start of it. Oh yeah, that was funny. That was a funny scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a great scene. I basically played a character where um, the, I was at an engagement party, and the kids were um, the kids were getting getting really uh, were playing, and I was like, oh, getting really horny, and we wanted to just do a quickie in the bathroom, like every other old married couple. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was just really fun, and it was um, easygoing, and. Um, it was just it was just a really fun scene, and it was just kind of like spur the moment, and like every other couple. Absolutely, and another one that you did that's going to be released very soon is Perfect Timing, also for Wicked Pictures. Yeah, that was another stormy film I did. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I worked with uh, Jay Smooth, and it was a very romantic, like comedy and just falling in love and when it when it happens you know at that when it happens it happens with perfect timing and it's just all you fall in love and it's all for the moment and everything happens for a reason so it just kind of like sends a really sweet you know message definitely you seem to always be in wedding themed uh features because <laughs> there's another one 
that I want to ask you about. It's for New Sensations' is uh, Tales uh, uh, from the Edge uh, series. It's Almost Relatives, oh, yeah. where you're paired up with Stephen St. Croix. Yes. No, that was fun. <laughs> I was... That was really fun. I basically... It was funny, because Jackie St. James uh, directed it, and she mm-hmm. said that she was like, I am so glad that you're not afraid to look ugly on camera. <laughs> and that was like the best thing to hear because I had a toothbrush in my mouth. I was like rushing to apparently my sister's wedding and the dress didn't fit and my hair was all messy. And it was just such a fun scene. And then Stephen St. Croix was, was a great uh, partner because he was so goofy and played like, he was kind of like the guy from Risky Business and he was really fun. So it was just it was just a fun thing for sure. Awesome, that's good to hear. Yeah. Overall, throughout the time that you've been in the adult industry, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Um, I don't know. That's a tough one because I have so many. Probably one of my top favorites is India Summers. Um. She was so much fun. <laughs> she is very experienced and goofy, and she's very sexy. And no matter what I did with her scene with her, she just made it. She just enhanced it even more. And it was just it was amazing. <laughs> that's all. That's all I can really describe it. Not bad. What about on the male side? Um, I that's a tough one too because I've had a lot of great talent on that side um i definitely like um i definitely like jay smooth he's a great guy um i like um uh there's so many um i really like johnny sins he was great he's super professional and really cool um i like um there's just so many but those are the top that comes off my head um but yeah and I really liked Logan Pierce and just just great guys. And uh, Tyler Nixon's great. That's all I can really think of. Are there any performers out there that you haven't worked with yet that are on your must-do list? Um, none that really come to mind, but I really wanted to work with Nikki Benz because I always like see her hanging out around here and there, and I thought she'd be kind of fun. And I, I wanted to. I'm actually going to work with Bonnie Rotten at the end of this month, and I'm super excited about that because she's kind of like she'll probably push my sexual limits a little bit, but mm-hmm. in a good way. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I think she will. Yeah, <laughs> she she can be pretty intense, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, that sounds like an exciting scene right there. Mm-hmm. Are there any performers in the industry that you look up to whose you know career trajectory you respect and maybe you hope to achieve similar heights with your career? Um, yeah, I mean, I try to not look into other people's um, success in the industry because I... I had really good advice said to me, um, actually by my fiance, who's in the mainstream, and he said the best way to be successful is to be yourself and only yourself and shine in 
what your strengths are and not try to excel in someone else's. Just really excel in your strengths and then it'll naturally come. So I just try to like, you know, take that advice to heart and have fun with that. Nice. It sounds like your fiance, you know, is a good advice giver. Those were great words of advice. <laughs> right? I thought it was pretty I thought it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you watch your own scenes or films? Is that something that you try to do, or are you the type of person that avoids looking at their work? I kind of avoid it. Um, I kind of like to be surprised, and I think sex is more of like a go-with-the-flow, kind of with the moment that you're in. And so my scenes are all just kind of like easygoing in that moment. Awesome. So right now what I want to do is head under the covers with Scarlet Red and talk about what really goes on on set. So uh, my first question for you in this set of questions is uh, how often do you actually come on set? Um, I actually come quite often. I'm pretty, um, (laughs) I'm pretty sensitive down there, so it's quite easy for me to come. But, um, if, um, but probably about maybe about like four times in a sex session at most, and then maybe like once at least. So I, t- I, I come, I definitely try to. Speaking of come, what's your trick to making a guy come in a scene? Um, to making a guy come, um, it would probably be. Um, it's probably be letting them know that I'm really enjoying it because hearing from other male talent, they really like to know that you're enjoying it and you really like it that way and you're pushed and you like, you know, you're telling them to keep on doing it or do something else. And as long as you just kind of like let them know you're having a good time, I think that makes them come. What about on the flip side? What's your trick to making a female come on set? To making a female come, it'd probably be... Um, oh, that's a tough one. It'll probably be eye contact. And when they tell me, like, it's like, yeah, you're hitting that spot right there. Yeah, right there. Then I'm definitely, like, really... I'm really thinking that I'm turning them on. <laughs> Has there ever been a performer that surprised you? What I'm saying is, uh, had you at all had some maybe preconceived notions of like, oh, you know, maybe they're just going to be okay, this is just going to be an okay scene, and then they ended up being an amazing fuck and really surprised you in their performance? Um, yeah, uh, I, I think that has happened to me before. I'm trying to think exactly who... But, um, I would have to say, uh, what, it was a girl, what was her name? She was new, she was a new girl, um, and I had sex with Tara Morgan, that's it. Her name's Tara Morgan, and she's new, and I didn't, like, I wasn't sure if it was going to work out, but it did, and she ended up being amazing, and it was just a hot scene. Out of all of the male performers that you've been in, in scenes with, who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene? Um, I mean, 
it would probably be um probably Charlie Mack and Prince when I did um I did a scene for Black when I first got into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there are two IR guys, so being a black talent, and it was and it was really like intense. And Charlie's really long, and Prince is very thick, so I had a little bit of both at once. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I mean, well, I mean, I was no DP or anything, but you know, like back and forth, kind of like either in my mouth or you know, my pussy. <laughs> But it kind of like just worked. I don't know. It just kind of like I was probably the biggest. What's the most awkward thing about having sex on camera? Um, awkward thing. Um, the most awkward thing to have on camera would probably be. I mean, this happens to all girls, but in the adult industry, all girls are on their period. <laughs> And I had a, and I um, got my period on set, and I forgot to put a sponge in, and it was just like, it was I don't know, it just it wasn't a pretty mess. <laughs> so yeah, that was probably the most awkward and weird moment. <laughs> Aww, Scarlet know, Scarlet Red was literally Scarlet Red. Yeah, embarrassing as that is. <laughs> What's the most common mistake a man makes when he's fucking you? Um, common mistake. I mean, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm not. I honestly am not sure. Um, I guess Ben just kind of like tell me, you know just that, you know, they want to fuck me or just being very unprofessional and saying, I want to take you to dinner after this. Like, just being very unprofessional mm-hmm. on set. Like, that's probably the worst mistake I can make with me. Because <laughs> then I'll be like, I'm never going to work with you ever again. <laughs> or not work with you today. So, yeah, that's probably the worst mistake a talent could probably make. How does a performer get on your no list? Um, it's nothing against men and their sexuality, but if, um, if someone, um, is a crossover, uh, they like doing gay porn and, um, you know, straight porn, it's just kind of like a safety thing for me. I just kind of don't want to be exposed to that risk. So, and, um, and people who have escorted or something like that, that's definitely someone who's going to be on my no list. The majority of porn scenes end with a facial. So my question for you is, what is the allure of a facial in porn? Maybe because um, normally a lot of girls probably wouldn't do that in their personal life. And in porn you see it all the time because they want that. And, you know, you know it's just they're combing on a pretty woman's face. You know, it's just kind of like I'm looking at their eyes and I'm playing with my goodness. You know, it's just, it's just like a an add-on, I feel like, and it's just an enhancement. Maybe they get things rocking again, I'm not sure. <laughs> Men in the adult industry are generally shaved. For the most part, the guys in the industry, they do a lot of manscaping, and then some guys, you know, don't have any hair down there. 
For you, right. though, is that something that you like? Do you prefer a man to be a little bit more natural in their uh, manscaping? Um, I kind of, maybe like a little bit of both. Um, I do, I do like them to be shaved. It's kind of like a preference of mine, but if they are a little hairy, it's, I'm not against it, but they just can't be like, you know, 70s hairy, you know? Yeah. You don't want a big bush <laughs> down there. Yeah, like, no offense to that, but you know what I mean. When you're sucking the balls, you don't want to also floss at the same time. And thank you for that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking about. There you go. <laughs> Let's dive into some questions about some of the serious uh, issues in the adult industry. And I want to mm -hmm. talk to you first about condoms. It's time for the great okay. condom debate. What's your opinion on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult productions? Um, I mean... Usually they like to use a specific condom for certain films. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I know that it's like the clear skin color ones, which is, you know, good to use because people don't notice you're wearing one, um, like off, off camera, you know. Uh, but um, I definitely would think like the bigger condoms because normally people have bigger penises in the adult industry. So it makes sense for them to have like a bigger size condom. And they normally don't really have that. So... A lot of the guys bring their own stuff, too. But, I don't know, I usually like Trojan and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the issue of condoms in the industry seems to be all over, not just the, the adult industry press, but the mainstream press when they talk about the industry, especially with all of the regulations and stuff that's been going on. What's your take, though, mm -hmm. on whether condoms should or shouldn't be used in porn scenes? Does it matter to you, um, you know, if condoms are used or not? It doesn't not? really matter. It doesn't really matter to me. I just prefer them to be skin color, you know, and just not break as much, you know, be pretty durable. Because it definitely kills the mood when they have to re-put it on, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. A lot of casual porn watchers may see all of the condomless sex and not realize that the industry is heavily tested. So my question right. for you is... Even though the industry is heavily tested, do you ever feel worried about catching a STI or worse on set? Um, I do. It kind of goes back to the whole escorting thing because I don't know if they, you know, worked the night before or what they do in their personal life because, um, you know, that's just something that's personal to them, obviously. So I just, you know, I just don't, I don't really like it when talent, um, you know, does that. I think they should just choose one or the other or don't do it at all. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I just that's when I'm pretty much scared about it. As I've mentioned throughout the interview, you've done a bunch of incredible performances, and something that I want to give you major props on is your work in interracial scenes for some of the top websites and production companies in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I would say that you pretty much started doing interracial almost immediately once you got in the industry, correct? Um, yeah, I've actually, I've, I've done about three IR scenes, or four at most. Um, so they're not that many, but they've got a lot of buzz, so <laughs> um, that must mean a lot. And um, yeah, I guess, I, I guess, you know, a lot of people must like it. And I don't know what's the difference between my themes. Maybe it's the performer. Um, 
but you know, I like I feel like definitely my R scenes are more intense than my other scenes. Um, but I guess that's what my fans like. <laughs> Absolutely, and there are a lot of uh, performers out there that uh, stay away from doing IR, and uh, there are a lot of performers that don't do interracial at all in the industry. What's your opinion on that? Um, I feel like they're probably afraid to do IR, maybe because of penis size, or maybe because of stereotypes, and you know, being a little bit, you know, I don't know, I don't know if it's a racist, but you know, just kind of like being a little bit against, um, you know, having sex, because there's still obviously some racial tension out there, especially in the South still, and um, sadly, and um, maybe they're scared if they work with um, a black performer that maybe someone, you know, some older white guy or someone against, you know, black people um won't hire them or they're worried about something like that. It's just, I think it may have to deal with racial tension and maybe uh, penis size. That was a really good answer, Scarlet Red. No, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. You've been featured in a couple of productions that are of the sort of like stepbrother, stepfather genre. I like to oh, call so them... many. <laughs> yeah, I like to call them sort of incest light because it's not really incest, but it's very much, you know, toting the line of, uh, you know, could it be, could it be not. I mean, obviously the performers are not related, but it's more so like the scenarios because it's like the stepbrother or the stepfather and that kind of thing. Right. It seems like this genre has really like become incredibly popular in the industry because a lot of production companies are producing either gonzo or vignette style productions with these themes as well as actual features with these themes. So my question for you is, are you having fun playing around with these scenarios? You know, was it at all kind of weird the first time that you had to do it? Um, I, yeah, I mean... It was, it's always awkward, I mean, to play that, um, but I, I try to just kind of like, that's what I, what I do in the adult industry is I take my mind out of my body and let my body be sexually free. So it's just, you know, it's just not in the back of my mind. Like when I like, you know, play with it, it's kind of fun. And I grew up with stepbrothers and stepsisters. So it, it it's weird at first, but I've done so many. It just, I get the hang of it and I don't know why they have that like kind of you know fetish but um maybe because they find huge attraction in someone so close to them or they see them at their most vulnerable moments because they live with them but um I, I don't know i don't really i don't know why they like those and i i felt a little bit awkward doing them but i mean like i said i just kind of take my mind out of my body and just kind of roll with it is there any competition among female performers in the industry um, I mean, I try not to have competition. I mean, ever since I found out that people can buy Twitter followers and all of that stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh, well, then that doesn't make me, you know, like, that doesn't make me, like, appreciate Twitter, you know, and how many followers they have, because that's what I thought when I first got in the industry, was, oh my gosh, there's so many followers, so many people like them, they're so famous. But, no, I just, I try not to compare myself to other people and just try to shine in my own light. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Um, yes, I don't like the stigma 
Um, there's a stigma about the adult industry, and I feel like a lot of people who don't know porn or haven't, like, you know, been around it or, you know, don't, that are in a conservative area, they just kind of have this view on it. And I want to change that. I, uh, cause I believe there's a white collar side and there's a scuzzy side to the industry. And I want to embellish the white collar side because it should be a professional set. I mean, work should be fun, but professional. And that's just probably one thing that really bothers me about the industry and like drugs and just all that stuff because I want to be professional in that for sure. Let's move away from the serious questions and let's have a little <laughs> pillow talk and talk candidly about sex and sexuality. So okay, sounds fun. Let's talk about your scenes with women because you've done uh, a bunch of girl-girl scenes. Do you enjoy mm -hmm. having sex with women? Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I actually um, really enjoyed women once I got into porn. So I did mm -hmm. have a little relations outside of porn, but um, they weren't as much. And um, once I started having sex an adult with women, it became more like adventurous and fun and just kind of like, I don't know, just more entertaining to me. And I don't know, I just, I liked it way better. <laughs> Would you label yourself yes, bisexual, <laughs> or do you see yourself just as being, like, sexually fluid? Uh, I definitely consider myself bisexual. Is there anything sexually that you do on film that you don't typically do in your personal life? Like, if, you know, you, you mentioned that uh, you are in a relationship, that you have a fiancé. Is there anything that you do on film that you wouldn't do in your relationship? Oh, yeah. We like to spice up a relationship. I actually like to show him some tricks, so I kind of become well, dominant go. sometimes. So, um, it kind of, yeah, it kind of works in my favor. So, there you go. Romantically speaking, since you are working in the adult industry and mm -hmm. you're engaged, is it at all difficult to balance having a career in porn and having a romantic relationship in your personal life? Or, like, how, how is that situation for you? Um, well, yeah, um, it's actually a difficult thing. It's a lot of trust, um, and, um, I kind of just, he actually dappled into the industry for a couple scenes just to see what it was like, um, because I was in it, and he kind of got the feel of it and realized that, yes, it's work, so he just kind of had to experience it for himself. Not bad. I mean, it's great to have someone that wants to learn what you're doing yeah. and doesn't just, you know, create a bunch of assumptions in his head of like, oh, you know, this is what it must be like. Yeah. Were you two together at the start of your career or was it something that developed after you were in the industry? It developed after. I feel like I, it was so hard. I mean, I feel like it's hard for anyone to have a relationship while being in the industry. And um, it's just, you know, when you fall in love with someone, you fall in love. And you, you can't help it. And um, we fell in love and things just kind of happened. And, you know, if you love someone that much, you'll just be happy for whatever they love doing and for their job and what they want to do. Very true. That's absolutely true. Great answer, Scarlett. I love people that are in love. I love love, so it's great to hear. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I sap when it comes to that kind of thing. 
Oh, that's sweet to hear, <laughs> Papa Chulo. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking about love and things that you love, in your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Um, the sexiest part of my body would probably be my eyes and my smile. Um, because I feel like that's what really draws people in is when you get, give them eye con contact and kind of like give them a little smile, smirk, and let them know you're you're digging them. <laughs> so yeah, that'd probably be my sexiest attribute. And on the flip side, what part of the male body is the sexiest, and why? Um, that's a tough one. Honestly, I'd have to say the eyes again. I think a guy's eyes and um, kind of like personality and vibe I get off of them is what really puts me on edge with a guy and really makes me appreciate them. I mean, because, you know, we always look at looks, you know, and if they have a nice body and a nice, you know, cock and, you know, we, we always like look at that. But, um, you know, it, it just, there can be so many guys who have a really nice body, but you know, those who, you know, are complete assholes or, you know, just, you know, into themselves more and you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm not really into you anymore. So that definitely changes my mood about things. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? <sighs> I was eight and I picked up a VHS. You all still know that out there. Shout out to VHSs. <laughs> Yeah, I I pulled on a VHS and I I it was like blank and it wasn't in a case, so I was like curious what it was and it was porn <laughs> and it was kind of like old fashioned kind of porn, uh, but <laughs> it was really intense and like crazy things going on and it turned out to be an orgy scene, so it was pretty intense and I shut it off pretty quickly. <laughs> I was a little scared. <laughs> That's too funny. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Scarlet Red that would surprise uh, your fans and listeners. Uh, quirky about me. Um, I like to live in the moment, so I'm very spontaneous with anything and everything. Um, I'm kind of just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I should totally do that. You know, like I did a layout spread for Hustler where I'm, I'm. You know, at Dave and Buster's, and I'm flashing, you know, inside the games and other people and playing with guns and being sexual with that. And I'm just really, like, spontaneous and fun. And I like hula hooping and roller skating. And I, I just, I like, you know, spur the moment things. And I like playing with ice cubes and, and sexual stuff. And I like, I don't know, I'm just really easygoing. I'm a big candy fad. I love candy. <laughs> Describe yourself in 10 words or less. Uh, fun, outgoing, fun, outgoing, sweet, generous, um, and fun. I don't know. <laughs> As we start wrapping things up, I want to allow your fans to get to know some of your favorites. So I have this list of five pop culture oriented questions and the first one is what are five of your most favorite television shows um i really i really liked friends when it was out and i like 
like that 70s show. I really like uh, cooking shows. Like, I love uh, Master Chef Junior. It's where these little kids cook all these fancy mm-hmm. meals when it's a competition. I love that show. <laughs> I've been watching Empire lately. I'm a huge fan of Walking Dead. Just fun stuff like that. <laughs> Sounds good. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Four? Oh my god, it depends what I'm in the mood for. I like country, <laughs> um, so I'm, I like Blake Shelton, I'm a big fan of that, and his wife, Miranda Lambert, and Carrie Underwood's so hot, I've always wanted to thank her. <laughs> um, but I also like, um, um, I always had a thing for like uh, Ludacris, so I just thought he was really cool, <laughs> and I like... Um, I like classic rock music, so those guys, it just goes on and on. <laughs> it just depends what I'm in the mood for, so I can't really pick a particular artist. <laughs> what are three of your most favorite films? Oh my, even harder. <laughs> I always watch movies. Um, I like Burlesque with Christina Aguilera, that's just my girly side. I love that movie. Um, I also like... Um, <laughs> Uh, I like Happy Gilmore and like Billy Madison in those movies. <laughs> I like um, uh, I like Animal House as a funny movie. I, I like that kind of stuff. <laughs> what are two foods you can't live without? Mint chocolate chip ice cream and a delicious burger. <laughs> And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh, my guilty pleasures. Ooh. I have this huge thing for Starbucks cake pops. So they're like this delicious cake that's so moist and you just bite it into a lollipop. It's just so good. (laughs) Not bad. Earlier this year, you hosted two official parties for AVN. You had a party at uh, Sapphire with uh, the amazing Anna Fox, and at Mm -hmm. One Oak with the Best New Starlet nominees. What was that experience like for you? It was an awesome experience. It was really fun. It was just a party environment. Actually, when I went to Sapphire, it was my first time at a strip club. So it's kind of ironic, the first time you're at a strip club, you're hosting it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It's kind of funny. (laughs) Last fall, uh, there was a very special project that uh, was shot with iconic director Michael Nin for producer Max Candy and French powerhouse Mark Dorsell. Can you tell our listeners a bit about that? Oh my god, that was my... That was one of my favorite shoots of my entire time in porn. Michael Nen and I are still really good friends, and Chris King shot the photos. It was just such a liberating and awesome experience. I wouldn't change it for the world. Very cool. Earlier in the interview, you mentioned your role in the mainstream production All-American Bikini Car Wash, which is set to come out later on this year. Can you tell us a little bit about your role, as well as are there any more mainstream aspirations in Scarlet Red's uh, future? Possibly. I mean, I, I'm more into modeling, so I'm kind of trying to do mainstream modeling, but um, I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, it was a really fun experience. It, we just kind of became a family. Sounds good. Very awesome. 
You're currently working on an official website, scarletredxxx.com. Can you share mm-hmm. with the listeners what can they expect on the website and maybe a tentative uh, date as to when you plan on launching it? Like, do you see yourself launching it later on this year, in the summer, It'd in the fall? Be this- yeah, I would be launching my site this summer. And, it would- and Michael Nen is creating the site. So it's very soft, romantic, cinematic, and you're going to have a feel of, you know, the girl next door as a model, get to know me personally, cam shows, other boy-girl scenes, girl-girl scenes, solos, just fun scenarios, and, you know, and if they just comment more and tell me what they'd like to see, and I'll try to make that happen for them. That sounds really exciting, Scarlett. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. What's next for Scarlet Red? What can the listeners and your fans anticipate from you in the near future? Well, I'm actually shooting another Stormy Daniels Wicked feature, and it's a girl-girl feature. And I also am doing an Adam and Eve feature where it's really romantic and fancy, and it's a little... It's actually a little more soft bondage stuff from me. You'll get a little more bondage stuff from me if you watch that. So it'll be a fun scene. Sounds fun. Sounds exciting. Yeah. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, uh, social media, um, all the goodies? Okay, well, they can um, catch me on Twitter, Scarlet Red Triple X. And then they can find me on um, uh, Facebook. I have a fan page called Scarlet Red. And then I have also a website, but I'm not sure when the, the date's going to be, but I'll keep you guys posted. Um, but yeah, um, that's probably about it. And I actually do Skype shows. So the, um, you can contact me through email, Scarlet Red, Scarlet zero one at Gmail. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there? I'd like to say you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I've had a great ride here in porn and still on it. So uh, you guys make it worthwhile and exciting for me, and I wouldn't be here without them. (laughs) Fantastic, Scarlett. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for wanting to interview me. (laughs) You're welcome. And certainly the door is open for another one, so maybe a little time after your website has been up and running, we can have you back on and we can chat about the website and all the other projects that you've been involved in. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of In Bed with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Scarlet Red and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. (laughs) Good night, fans. Thank you so much. Uh, I had an awesome time on the show. Thanks for listening to In Bed with Bobby Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. 
and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash Radio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.